When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill. Brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so there's a shooting in Colorado Springs at a Colorado gay club. And let's give you the updates. So at least five people were killed and uh, when a man stormed into an, a gay club, nightclub in Colorado Springs, just before midnight on Saturday and opened fire with a long rifle, the authorities said. Officials praised the patrons inside the club for quickly subduing the gunmen, though at least 25 people were injured in the mayhem. And so let's get right into some of the details there. So early reports indicate that the suspect entered the nightclub wearing a body armor and began firing with an AR-15 style rifle, according to two law enforcement officials briefed on the shooting. The club's owners, who were not there but have reviewed surveillance videos, said the gunmen entered the nightclub with tremendous firepower. The city's police chief, Adrian Vasquez, said in a news conference that the gunmen had, sued, had used a long rifle and two guns were recovered at the club. Now, officials later said the investigators were still working to determine who owned the rifle and other weaponry. Now, Chief Vasquez identified the suspect as Anderson Lee Aldridge, 22, and said the officials were investigating a motive, a person who has the same name and same age as arrested by the sheriff's deputies last year after a bomb threat in a residential area just outside Colorado Springs. The injured, including the suspect, were taken to several different hospitals, officials said, adding that some people also drove themselves to seek treatment, making the exact number of injured unclear. Not all of the injuries were from gunshot wounds, according to the officials. FBI said that if it was involved in the investigation and many state and national lawmakers condemned the shooting, in a statement, the governor, Jared Polis, praised the brave individuals at the nightclub who had blocked the gunmen. And President Biden said, we cannot and must not tolerate hate. In a statement on its Facebook page, the Club Q 
where the shooting took place, um, said it was devastated by the senseless attack on our community. The shooting had echoes of 2016 massacre at Pulse, a gay nightclub in Orlando, Florida, where a gunman killed 49 people and wounded 53. After proclaiming allegiance to Islamic State terrorist groups, Tiara Kelly, who hosts a weekly drag show at a club Q, moved to Denver from Colorado in 2019. She said the shooting stirred dark memories of the 2016 massacre at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, in which she lost several friends. It's like living a nightmare all over again, she said. Processing it isn't easier the second time. It might be worse. Leah Arnold had just finished a dance number at Club Q Saturday night when she heard there were there was a gunman, and she said a vigil at a vigil on Sunday. She said she saw a man with a rifle, then heard a bunch of shots and screaming, and saw a bartender jump in front of the gunman, ask if the barman had died. She nodded tears in her in her eyes. And so the gunman who opened fire at the club on on Club Q on Saturday night, killing at least five people, pulling out, uh, pulling up outside the Colorado Springs nightclub, heavily armed and wearing a military-style flak jacket, according to the club goers, who ha- have reviewed surveillance video of the episode. The club owners, Nick Gradzka and Matthew Haynes, said on Sunday that they did not know the man who has been identified by police as a gunman, Anderson Lee Aldridge. Now, this is still ongoing. More information is still coming out. And, Zach, what kind of rifle are they saying at this point in time? They're saying it's an AR-15 style long rifle. Okay, so we don't know anything. Colorado's very strict gun laws, right? Yeah, they have pretty strict laws. Uh, they have magazine uh, capacity. capacity limits. Mm-hmm. You can't have more than 15 round magazines. Right, because they've had several shootings in Colorado. So they've gone the steps of actually creating different anti uh, gun laws to actually you know prohibit or to try to stop shootings of this nature yeah and the counties in Colorado can have more restrictive gun laws than state gun laws mm. like for example uh, Boulder has uh, an age limit of uh, or an age requirement of 21 for all guns instead of 18 for shotgun and long rifle they require you to be 21 to purchase any type of gun mmm Okay. All right. And they're also saying that this guy here, it, 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 this guy matched the same description of a, someone else that was arrested who actually threatened their mother with a bomb. Oh, yeah. He uh, did a bomb threat last year, right? Right. Allegedly. This, Allegedly. We're, we're not sure if this is the same person or not. So, man, that's very interesting. I'm curious how someone who can, you know, do a bomb threat the year before end up being the same type of person that commits a mass shooting. How is that even possible? Yeah, and they have those red flag laws where they could take your guns if you're a, you know, a crazy person or if you do something like that. So Colorado has red flag laws. ERPOs, yeah. Hmm, very interesting. So I'm curious how this actually played out. You know, how do you go from having a bomb threat and, you know, the SWAT having to respond to a home because you're threatening to blow up your mother and then going to committing a mass shooting. Very interesting. wonder if his father was in the home. Hmm. I don't know. 
As details will come out, we'll, we'll, we will definitely find out. We also have several videos we'll play for you a little later when we come back from the break. Uh, we're also going to talk about some other things today. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go to Oklahoma and talk about uh, you know, something that's going on in Oklahoma, going to Oregon. Uh, we're going to go to University of Virginia. Man, there's a shooting at University of Virginia. You remember Virginia Tech? Oh, yeah. Okay, UV. I'm sorry. Uni- yeah, Virginia Tech. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we're going to talk about Virginia and what happened there. Uh, man, short-term memory do we have? Man. Uh, we're also going to go to Louisiana, talk about some things, some things that happened in Louisiana. Man, there's an officer involved shooting in Austin, Texas. We're going to talk about that. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court shot down a bump stock case. Yeah. We're getting, Not yours, right? Nah, we're getting a little step closer. Boy, I tell you, we're getting there. It's another Cargill, though, isn't it? No, it was not a Cargill. It's it was, not the other Cargill? It was, it, there's no. It was a McCutcheon. McCutcheon case. McCutcheon. McCutcheon versus the USA. We're going to talk about that. Also, more than 300 stolen guns recovered. I think we talked about that already. Um, and then also, man, a 75 accused of holding wife hostage with a gun. We're going to talk about that. Man, I tell you. Is post-COVID, you know, atmosphere is definitely something different. There's a lot going on. It's going on with, you know, constitutional carry passed. Uh, uh, there's a lot going on with people being locked up a certain amount of time, you know, can't handle that, dealing with their loved ones. A lot going on. I wonder how much COVID, the, you know, the shot had anything to do with all this stuff. You know, is that influencing people at all? We come back from the break, talk about that and more. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Peace. This is Maj Toure. You're listening to Come and Talk at Radio with Michael Cargill. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, we're going to go to Colorado Springs. We have There's some interviews of uh, witnesses that were in the nightclub and also an employee that was in the nightclub. Remember, this is Colorado Springs. Five people were killed and 25 were injured. Take a listen to this. Um, I was on the dance floor, and I heard four to five shots ring out. We all thought it was the music, you know, because sometimes that happens. Um, the shots were muffled because he was behind, the shooter was behind a kind of like, not bulletproof, but soundproof glass windows. Um, another set of shots went off and these were closer. So when I knew what was going on, I ran to the dressing room and a customer followed me and um, we got down on the ground. I told them to cut off of the lights. We locked the doors and we called the police immediately. We heard everything, more shots people crying, people glass breaking, windows being shattered, like it was, it was bad. We were in there so long, no one knew we were in there when we came out. Um, bodies laying on the ground, shattered glass everywhere, broken, blood, oh God. And we have another interview from uh, an employee at the club. Take a listen to this things considered it you know got pretty busy um you know throughout the night um you know as people tend to come out later um and from my perspective i was just bartending making drinks um at the bar and then i noticed uh that there was like loud banging sounds so i looked up and there were like three in a row and then i saw someone and and I recognize it's dark. It's really dark. It's a club, so you can't see well. But I saw like the outline of a gun in somebody's hand. But I I couldn't make out anything. Just a shadow. Um, I just I just saw the gun, and I think it might have had like a light on it, like a scope light or so. I don't know. I I'm not a big fan of guns, but um, I I just saw maybe like a, like a light or something on it because it's dark. So I think it would make sense if they had the on there. The gunshots that you heard, uh, were the gunshots happening quickly? Yeah, it was back to back to back to back to back to back. Um, I heard about maybe four or five um, before it registered in my head what was going on. Um, you know, but like, I, I honest to God, it, when it first started, I just thought someone was clapping. Like I just heard like clap, clap. And I looked up, I'm like, who is being dramatic right now? And then I realized no one was being dramatic. Someone was being, you know, unhinged and, and doing this. Sorry. I got out and, and I, a few feet away, I saw someone um, lying on the ground and the, um, the, 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 the door from the dance floor of the patio is a glass door. Um, all that glass had been shattered. It was all over the ground. And I saw someone I knew um, lying there in that broken glass having been shot in the neck. Um, and I went to, to approach them and they weren't uh, too, too vocally responsive. Um, so I wasn't sure what to do. My first thought for me, it, what I can't stop thinking about is 
the visuals of the evening of 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 the bodies of the blood of the broken glass of the the carnage and the wreckage and 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 seeing a safe place turned into a war zone uh, i can't get that that visual out of my head and and it, i i'm familiar with the people harmed in this injured in this and and to see you know it's it's one thing to see you know a, a a crime scene, if you will, but it's another thing to see your friends or your coworkers or 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 people you know suffering and you don't know what to do. Um, the night of the Pulse shooting, I was at a Selena Gomez concert at the Amway Arena, um, which is is pretty close to the Pulse nightclub, um, and I remember that. And that was that was a scary time. I mean, to be gay and to know that one of your safe places is being ambushed, you know, maliciously is is like it just breaks my heart. And it's, and that's always, since that happened, this has always been a fear in the back of my head. I, I, I just feel like these incidents happen all the time. You know, it doesn't matter where it, today it was at a gay club, but tomorrow it could be a freaking church or a Walmart. You know, it's just, it's just a consistent pattern. And, and I always hoped that I would never be somewhere where this would happen. But unfortunately today was the day that, you know, the stars align in a really twisted way and I happened to be at that place at that time and you know it I, I just don't think I will go back there I just don't think I could work there I don't I don't think I could visit there I mean after the events of tonight it just makes it turns a safe place into somewhere where you don't feel safe at all anymore all right so that's one of the employees of uh, the Club Q uh, shooting that happened earlier this morning at midnight and you know I I went and took a look at some of the the bars in Austin, Texas. I said, you know, let me just check the club, the gay scene in Austin, Texas, and see what the what the law is. You know, can you carry guns there? Can you not carry guns there? You know, so I went to the TABC's website. That's where I like to go because I like to look up their liquor license and see, you know, can I carry my gun according to Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission? Can I carry my gun inside those gay bars? You know, so I want to know, you know, hey, can I go to Rain? Can I go to All Can Harry's and carry my gun there, according to Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission? And so take a look at what the website says. So we went to TABC and we pull up, for example, let's pull up Rain. We pull up Rain and take a look at what TABC says for that. And keep in mind that if it says gun sign red, that means it's a bar. If it's a bar, you cannot take a handgun, you cannot take a rifle, you cannot take any clubs, you cannot take a knife where the length of the blade is over five one half inches inside of a bar. But if you take a look, rain on 4th, according to the Texas Alcohol and Beverage Commission, says gun sign blue. So that means it's a restaurant. And since it's a restaurant, you can actually bring your gun in there. In order for you not to be able to bring your gun in there, in this restaurant, they would have to post a sign that says no guns are allowed, for a constitutional carry, a simple sign of a gun, a line drawn through it, no, a sign that says no guns are allowed, or a 30.05 sign, any type of sign that says like something like that says no guns are allowed, that will prohibit someone from carrying inside rain on 4th uh, with a handgun or any, any type of firearm. Now, for a license holder, in order for a license holder to not be able to carry a gun inside rain on 4th, they would have to post a 30.06 sign or a 30.07 sign. 
But as a license holder, if I don't see the sign, I don't notice it, then I can go in and they have to tell me verbally to leave. They have to give me verbal notice. So Rain is a restaurant? Rain is a restaurant. That is correct. What is it that the men in there are eating? I can't say that That's on the radio. <laughs> See, you're trying to you're trying to get me in trouble there, Zach. <laughs> you're trying to get me in trouble. See, you should... oh, is it like French fries or popcorn? I don't like ugly. No, it's not those. <laughs> Something else. God don't like ugly. See? <laughs> See, stop trying to provoke me. I'm trying to behave myself. And are you hungry or something? I'm trying to behave myself on Sunday. It's, no- <laughs> it's November the twentieth, and I'm trying to be good. Okay? That's a bunch of malarkey. I, I was. I actually got up this morning. I prayed, you know, and everything. I'm trying to be good today for strength. Yes, for strength and guidance. <laughs> you know, to lead me in the right direction. Okay, so they changed their status from red to blue. That is correct. So that they could stay open during the pandemic. That's right. right. That's right. And, and that, as a result of that, now people can carry their firearm into the restaurant. Unless they tell them verbally that they cannot, or they post the proper signage, which is any type of sign for constitutional carry, um, a 30.06 or 30.07 sign for license holders. But as a license holder, if you don't see the sign, don't notice it, you can go in. And keep in mind, as of September the 1st of 2021, if you're a license holder, you have a license, you can be at least .08 up to the legal limit. If you don't have a license, then you better not drink if you have your gun. That's right. No license at all. You cannot be intoxicated at all as of September the 1st of 2021. That's a nice little benefit of having a license. That's right. Laws change. Other mic. I was going to say simply that if you're drinking, so you're, you should, what you're saying is that we should treat it like you're driving, essentially. Right. If you're carrying a license, so designated driver in the group yeah. could be the concealed carry. Yeah. To help protect the group. That's right. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Make sure you're not, over, don't be over point away. Okay. That's right. Designated safety person. So the mistake that this gay club in Colorado made was that. They, I don't know what the, I don't know what the Colorado laws are. Well, they, I guess. What must have happened is that they changed their license and then they didn't have the sign. So that's why the shooter <laughs> was able to enter no. and do what he did. No, don't know what don't know what the laws are in Colorado. I if don't go. Only it were a gun free zone. I stay in Texas. I like the Lone Star State, baby. Uh-huh, where Texas people can carry like their guns. That's right. I'm staying right here. Yeah, people can carry their guns and then if somebody wants to shoot a place up, they're gonna have to worry about a dozen people shooting back. That's right. The West mm-hmm. starts here, baby. Yeah. Because right. a lot of people might not know this, but uh, as a demographic, LTC holders commit the least amount of crime of any group, no matter how you split it. Man, woman, age, race. Isn't uh, it that even, they even don't mean to interrupt? And hold on. We, we come back from the break. We'll talk about that. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're talking about some of the gun laws here in Texas. We're trying to, you know, educate you on what the laws are. A lot of people don't know that constitutional carry went into effect on September 1st of 2021. But there are some really weird things. When you're looking at the law, if you pull up the, you know, the Texas handgun licensing law, and you look at, like, for example, 46.035, where it talks about license holders. What you don't realize is there are two separate bills. There is a constitutional carry bill that went forward. Then there's a separate bill that went forward that talked about repealing 46035, where both of those bills actually passed. And because both of those bills passed, you know, 46035 has actually been repealed. But in the order that it actually passed, it's still listed in the law books, but when you go back and look at our Texas laws, because the fact that it was repealed, it pulled out the alcohol, you know, for license holders. It pulled out a couple other things for license holders. And so because of that, some things have changed for license holders. And that's why it reads that way. That's why how we understand it that way. And a lot of people don't realize that. Okay? But go ahead. How is it that you're able to find these to keep up to date? Where where mm. where do you find these resources to be able to find the laws to make sure that you're up, up, uh, upholding all these new laws constantly being changed? And honestly, what we have to do is I actually, you know, meet with my attorneys and I actually conduct classes, you know, at the gun store. We conduct seminars and we update people on these changes in the laws. And unless you attend one of these seminars, you, you know, it, it's a lot of information. It's a lot that happened in, in, in Texas in 2021, it was so much that I actually had to sit down with my attorneys like four different times to, you know, explain this stuff to me. And then I still go back even today. I said, hold on. Okay, run that, run that by me one more time, you know, because I have, I have a couple of questions about something in particular. And I'll get Edwin Walker here on the radio show to talk about some different things as well because I'm still, you know, there's some things that I, okay, wait a minute, I still have a question about something else. How did this happen one more time? You know, because it, it's confusing. It, it, it all happened really fast. The legislature goes into session every odd year from January to June. 
And what they did in 2021, right around May of 2021, a lot of things changed over a one-week time period. And they changed so fast, a lot of people missed it. They went into effect, and boom, on September 1st, you know, it hits us. Um, you know, I want to go back to um, there is one other bar here in Austin. You know, there's rain we just talked about, rain on four. On fourth, and then there's another bar. What's the other bar? Zach? Uh, oil, oil knew, can Harry's. I, I knew you would know the name of the bar, Zach. And yeah, oil <laughs> can Harry's. You fell right on into that trap. <laughs> <laughs> I know the name of the bar. Therefore, I must eat there. Save it. Yeah. For the, save it for the judge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so oil can Harry's. All right. So there's another bar, oil cans. Let's take a look at that. So let's look at their liquor license to see what their liquor license says. According to the Texas Alcohol and Beverage Commission's website, Oil Can Harry's is gun sign blue. Right, so they are also a restaurant, which means that, once again, you know, and so the way this works, take a look at the license. So we're looking at the license. We look at their, you know, some things change. Their, their, their license is going to expire December 17, 2022. So we should go back and look at this website after December 17, 2022, and see if it goes from gun sign blue to gun sign red to see what happens after they're licensed, after they're inspected. Are they going to change them back to a bar? Because right now they're a restaurant. As a restaurant, you can take your guns inside there unless they tell you verbally, they wand you, tell you that you cannot, you know, or they post a sign that you see as a license holder that you can't carry there. And just FYI, they wand you uh, basically on your arms and your armpit and your belt. They mm. do not wand your boots. Don't tell them my secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to carry a gun to these places, just put it in your boot. Because <laughs> they're sloppy. They're mm -hmm. so sloppy. They're they're you know, they're inspecting. They're wanding. It's so sloppy. Not good at all. Yeah, I never did get why they would always wand the top of my arms like <laughs> with a short sleeve shirt. It made no sense to me. But that's like they made sure to hit that part. Yeah, procedure. It's like that one guy when you're going into the the softball game, you know, that the one guy that, just moves his hands over like, your body real like quickly. Going and the emotions. Touch you. <laughs> that's how it is. Tight security there. Yeah, very tight security. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, do we know if they had a, a bouncer at this uh, this club down in Colorado? Mm, I'm pretty sure they I'm, did. They usually I mean, it did. sounds like he was pretty heavily kitted. So, like, where was that uh, barrier? Door guy. The door guy. Where was the I mean, door what's guy? What's the door guy going to do? First line of defense. I mean, true. Lock the door maybe quickly. First line of defense. Don't let you in. You know, don't let take take one for the team. Don't let him in. I don't think they pay a doorman enough for that. Hey, what are you there for? Unless you're going to take Not one. Not to die. I say die. I should take one for the team. What does that mean? Take Grab one him. For hold the him. Team. Oh. Fight with him. Successfully disarm him, you mean. Yeah. Take no. a bloody lip no. or two. Probably best I don't. Yeah. yeah, probably best you don't. If you see a guy coming with an AR-15, you better have some moves. Or maybe you are also armed. Look, I, I, I'm going Not for it. Not in Colorado. I'm going for it. it. All right. I'm cray-cray. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm going for it. Only if they're unarmed. No, right. they can be armed. Only if you don't know they I'm have a knife. I'm going for it. I'm, go I'm telling you right now, I'm going for it. Well, did y'all see that video of the guy that came in and shot up some office? And um, there was a yeah, patron Buffalo. there in Buffalo, I think it was, where the uh -huh. patron was freaking out. And then he just last minute said, you know what? Screw it. Let me go out. And he took him out. Yeah, the oh, wow. guy ran. He was only a couple feet away from him. And he yeah. just lunged at him, disarmed the guy. Another guy helped. And they uh, 
They're able to apprehend they him. Took the gun away with nobody was any shot. Injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I also saw a video of a guy uh, basically picking up and body slamming a dude on the street here in Austin. What? I think I saw that video too. It's like you on a highway, that? right? It's like a freeway or Congress, something, something, something like, that? like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of crazy people. Going I think he's wearing here. a polo I might shirt. Want to leave these crazy folks alone. You do not know what you are talking about. <laughs> you might want to leave these people alone. Yeah, they snap at moments' notice. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I'm saying. An armed society is a polite society. That's right. That's right. And so, and, and whether that could be arms with you know muscle, you just never know. Uh, arms are guns. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if everybody has a gun, then everybody else is going to be a little more polite, knowing. Mm-hmm. That the other person has some heat, right? Okay. I mean, a lot of people might disagree, but I mean, whenever we had duels legal still, everybody knew how to be respectful and keep their tongue tied. Otherwise, mm. you have to go shoot it out. Did you mm. know you can actually do mutual combat here in Texas? Really? Is that still legal? How does that work? If we are outside, let's say we're outside of the bar, mm-hmm. and I say, hey, I want to do mutual combat with you. Mm-hmm. And then you say, okay, mutual combat. Mm-hmm. Then we can fight in the street. Finish it. Cops can be around, and we can fist fight, mm-hmm. and that is legal, as long as it's agreed upon by both parties. It's not disorderly conduct? No. No gloves allowed? Why is that, dis- why is that not disorderly conduct? Because it is two people engaging in mutual combat. Mm, you sure that's going to fly? And is that just fist? Let's try it. I think you've lost it on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think about that? You know, what do you th- what do you think about this shooting in 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 Colorado? Give us a call. Our call in number is five one two six four three five four eight three. That's five one two six four three five four eight three. That's five one two six four three five four eight three. One more time for me, Michael. One more time? One more time for me. 512-643-5483. section of the Texas Criminal Code. A person is in a mutual battle if the contact did not cause or threatens to cause serious bodily harm, or if the alleged victim participated even though they knew the risk because of their profession. Mm. So you can't cause harm to the person. Well, not serious bodily, bodily harm. harm. So you you can't, can't curb stop them. You can't knock them out. You cannot curb stop them. Oh, I can't. I can't do that because I tend to go too far. Oh. Corn pop was a bad dude. Yeah. So the question is: Is do the cops roll around with gloves and like head guards and just let people duke it out in disagreements? Mm. So simple assault is uh, okay. Mm. All right, all right. Let's go to uh, Oklahoma. Man, let me tell you. Oklahoma. Authorities found the underage son of Governor Kevin Stitt intoxicated and in possession of multiple firearms outside a Guthrie business last month, but he was not arrested or cited, according to the sheriff's department there. Deputies were called to a Guthrie hunted house on October 31st with someone reported found they found firearms in the parking lot, according to the report. After a box of four firearms, two rifles and two pistols were discovered in the parking lot. John Drew Stitt, the governor's 20-year-old son, approached deputies and said the box belonged to him. That's my guns there right now. Stitt also uh, he was in, said he was intoxicated on alcohol and one of the pistols belonged to his father. I'm sorry. So 
There's my gun <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh, speech slurred as his pupils were diluted, the reported stated, which was first reported on one of the local stations there. And the governor's office did not immediately provide any comment whatsoever. Um, man, you know, that's, you know, I'm not surprised by something like that in Oklahoma. You know, man, you, why can't I ever find a box of guns? You know, Zach, you're from Oklahoma, right? Oklahoma City. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, so I know they're crazy up in there. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, that's okay. where I'm from, buddy. Yeah, Oklahoma. That's that's don't one mess of, with me. That's one of, where the worst, you know, <laughs> trucking prostitution rings are usually in Oklahoma City between like Oklahoma. How do you City, know that? Oklahoma City and Amarillo. How do you know that? Because you told me. Because that's what you told me. Oh, that's what I told you. I don't know anything <laughs> about trucking. You're the former truck driver. <laughs> All right. So how does this former truck driver know about these rings of prostitution? <laughs> Stop laughing and answer me. How was Michael, your Oklahoma trip? What Michael? is a lot lizard, Michael? I don't know. You brought that up. You tell us. What is a truck chaser? I don't know what that is. You tell us. You're bringing all this stuff up. He who smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> what the hell have we gotten into here? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Straight killing me right Up now. Up to no good. Oh, right. We come back from the break. We're going to talk about, um, we're going to go to Oregon. Uh, we're also going to uh, go to, man, we got to talk about Virginia Tech as well. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hi, this is Stephen Williford, the Barefoot Defender. I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. 
This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back, and we're talking about shootings. Uh, we're Actually, we're talking about news, gun news, all around the country and also the world in some cases. Uh, let's go to, let's see, uh, Colonial Heights gun shop owner and says that UVA, University of Virginia, uh, shooting suspect purchased guns from his store this year. He was denied twice before. Hmm. All right, so let's let's take a look at this. Let's get into the story a little bit. So the owner of a local gun shop told a local news outlet that the that Christopher Darnell Jones Jr., the shooting suspect at the University of Virginia's campus on Sunday night, legally purchased two guns from their store this year. The owner of Dance Sports Dance Sporting Goods, Marlon Dance, wrote in a statement to to the local news agency there that he was noting. Nothing noteworthy about the purchase that Jones made at this store. Now, on February 19th, Jones purchased a caliber rifle on a July and, a, and on July 8th, he bought a Glock and Model 45 and a nine, 9mm uh, nine pistol with an additional magazine. Now, Jones attempted to make two purchases from the store in previous years, but was turned away, according to the st- shop owner. Now, in December of 2018, Jones tried to buy a handgun from the store, but was denied because he was under 21 years of age. In July 2021, he tried to buy a caliber rifle, but failed the background check. Dan said they they alerted Virginia State Police on both instances when Jones tried to unsuccessfully to buy firearms. Now, according to the Virginia State Police, spokesperson said that there was an investigation into the attempted purchase of a firearm on, on July the 8th, of 2021 from a federally licensed gun dealer in Colonial Heights. And the Virginia State Police also said that the Transaction Center denied Jones' request based on a pending charge. Now, we they were saddened to learn that the, the tragic events that took place in Charlottesville, Virginia on the Sunday evening and their thoughts and prayers and all that kind of stuff, uh, they sent those out. Now, according to the Virginia State Police... The pending charges were reduced to a misdemeanor by court in October of 2021, thereby removing the prohibition against future purchases. So at this time, there's nothing else that would have prevented this guy from actually buying a firearm and passing a background check. So he actually purchased the guns legally from the gun store. Zach? Well... I mean, what are they going to do? What do you say? What are they going to do? What, what do are you... they going to do? You're a gun shop store owner, yeah. right? Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? If they pass the background check, they pass the background check. There's nothing you can do. You don't uh, know. Is there? Can I... you say, I won't sell you this gun? Can't you read their minds. What? I don't know what their intent is. Have you ever had someone where you're like, I don't like you. I'm not going to sell you a gun. 
We have, we've had people like that in situations so where you something refuse, didn't feel right. You reserve the right to refuse. You can refuse to service to anybody. Hmm. That's just being a business owner. Yeah, you, anybody for anything, you can refuse service. It's not just about a gun. Anything you well, I mean, you get put you out drive, of business if you, you don't make somebody a cake. You pull up, you pull up the Walmart. I'm, I'm sorry, McDonald's drive-through, and you know you make me mad. I'm not gonna give you your French fries. Yeah, you probably get fired <laughs> by corporate. Where's the beef? But I mean, you own the shop. You're not a franchise or anything like that. So right. if somebody comes in, they give you a bad vibe. They rub you the wrong way. You can be like, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. And they'll just go to another store. Nine, not and today. Probably act different and then get the gun though, right? Yeah, that's a possibility. What do you think? I mean, I think that as long as they don't verbally say what they're gonna do with it necessarily, especially if it's something bad, there's nothing really you can do. Can't assume what they're gonna do unless they actually say it. So I mean you're just kinda of thrown into a tough pickle there. That's why I think that most people just need to be armed, like y'all said earlier, where more people are, you're going to just be a little bit more respectful so you don't get shot. Got to arm yourself. Yeah, because that's the only way to help protect yourself from these people that just have a loose hinge, it seems. That's right. Because when you make a bar a gun-free zone, only the people that follow laws are not going to bring their guns inside. Mm. And, and what were you starting to say, Zach, right before we went on the break a couple of breaks ago, whenever uh, about licensed concealed holders? Yeah, and- demographics uh, broken down in terms of the crime rates of uh, who commits the most crimes and the least crimes. Now, am I totally wrong in saying that licensed ca- uh, carry holders commit less crime than even cops do that enforce the That's laws? correct. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's an interesting statistic. So. Typically, if you go through the process. I don't want you to know that, though. You're not supposed to know that. You're not supposed to know license holders are law-abiding citizens. The most law-abiding citizens of any type of citizen. Of any type of citizen. Any type. Even the older any ones. Any type. Any type. Even if they're old like Michael, doesn't matter. Even old like doesn't Michael. Matter. Even old men commit more crimes than LTC holders. That's right. old ladies commit more crime than LTC holders. Mm. So old granny, more likely to commit a crime. Yep. Oh, wow. That's interesting. There's some violent people out there. Bicyclists are violent. Oh, yeah. I mean, we do live in Austin. That's right. Believe it or not, African Americans are more likely to commit crimes than LTC holders. More likely to commit mm-hmm. a crime if you're black. Caucasians are more likely to commit crime than LTC holders, too. Are they? Yep. Wow. There you go. White folks more likely to commit crimes than LTC holders. Mm-hmm. Black folks more likely to commit crimes than LTC holders. You want to know an interesting statistic I heard the other day? What's that? So, uh, what is it? 63% of uh, Caucasian women are mm-hmm. overweight or obese. Mm. 77% of Hispanic women in America are overweight or obese. The fork is dangerous. 83% <laughs> of black women in America are overweight or obese. Beware of the fork. They are, on average, 20 pounds heavier than overweight into obese. So they would have to lose 20 pounds just to get to the high end of overweight. Stay away from the scale, honey. The average black woman weighs more than the average black man. Ooh. Mm, 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 They weigh more than men. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) What's her name? Francine Waters? (laughs) Maxine Waters. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
and, and Joe Biden has, has, has chimed in on the Colorado shooting. Oh, that was quick. Very quick. Let's listen to what President Biden has to say about the Colorado shooting. Yeah, detailed and lengthy statement, Alex, as we have so often seen from this president and the White House after this string of mass shootings in this country. Some familiar phrases, of course, saying he and the first lady are thinking of all of those affected by this tragedy. But the president also going into some of the political implications here, specifically when it comes to gun safety. And even though the motive is not yet clear in this attack, the president wrote in this statement, he wanted to say that they know the LGBT. LGBTQI community has been subjected to horrific hate violence in recent years. Gun violence continues to have a devastating and particular impact on LGBTQI plus communities across our nation and threats of violence are increasing. The president also said yet another community in America has been torn apart by gun violence. More families left with an empty chair at the table and a hole in their lives that simply cannot be filled. When will we decide we've had enough? And the president also mm. Yeah, so, uh, man, here we go. Here we go, Zach. Starts. And this is how it all starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was actually saying, I'm going to say, October is, like, cr- incredibly slow for gun sales. If you, When you go back and look at the stats, I guarantee you, you're going to see October, November, the beginning of November was actually slow. And now that's going to change. It's going to go up? Just, just, when, just when I thought, man, I was like, okay. We're going. We're getting going back to like the pre two thousand seventeen two thousand eighteen time frame. You know things are kind of slowing down a little bit. You know stock is starting trying to build up a little bit, and then this happens. So do gun sales go up because people anticipate that certain guns are going to get banned? Oh and yeah, they want to buy them before this is going to motivate not for sale. You know, and I'm looking at this this past election. So we look at you know so did the Republicans remain? Did they gain control of the House? Right, I think yeah, so. They think did. So. All right, so they gained control of the house. So, so nothing will pass the house um, starting next year. Um, currently, right now, the Democrats actually hold control of the Senate and the House right now until the end of the year. So, there's a possibility they can actually pass something right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, before Jan- before they go on the holiday, the Christmas break. But then it's got to go to the Senate, right? Democrats control the Senate. Yeah. Democrats control the Senate currently right now, and de- Democrats control the House right now. So they're, they want to try to push something through. Right now, they got at least, you know, there's a window in there before they go on the, the holiday break. You think they're going to go for the December shuffle real quick? Go for the, the, the Lombada? Go for the, the old gusto? Do a little quickie? Go for the throat? A little uh, one-night stander almost, or oh. quickie overnight? Oh, in, out, in, out? Get whatever they can get out. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I was waiting for that one. <laughs> like, how far can we take this? <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm pretty sure you know they're gonna try to do something before the you know before they go on that holiday break. So get ready. Here we go. You know. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. <laughs> wow oh, that's, oh, that's that's perfect that's a uh, politician 101 right there oh yeah we come back from the break i'm gonna go to oregon talk about uh the people in oregon are panicking right now they are flipping out because something passed in oregon and you better hurry up and get your your gun license in oregon because you don't get your gun license you're gonna be 
you're going to be screwed in, in, in some aspects of some stuff we're going to talk about here. We come back from the break. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Foley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so let's go to Oregon. Gun rights advocates fear all firearm sales will freeze in Oregon in three weeks when one of the nation's strictest gun control measures take effect. Measure 114 which voters appear to have been uh, have been passed by voters by 1.5% margin, bans ammunition magazines capable of holding more than 10 rounds and mandates the creation of a permit-to-purchase system that includes hands-on firearm training. Oh, boy. So we're looking at the end of firearm sales in Oregon until this system is put in place, according to the Oregon's Hunters Association. Oregon State... Police announced this week that Measure 114 will take effect December the 8th. And um, the news outlets are reporting that in the email, whether firearm purchases will halt on the date if a permit processing system is not yet in place. A spokesperson for the agency said only that Oregon State Police is working diligently to ensure that the new permit to purchase program will be operational by December the 8th. Six out of Oregon's 36 counties voted in favor of the measure. At least five sheriffs have said they will not enforce part or all of the law when it takes effect, but it's not yet clear how that would work with a permitting system that will likely be implemented at the state level. Now, numerous outdoor and sportsman groups have expressed opposition to Measure 114, including the National Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation and National Sporting uh, Shooting Sports Foundation. It's uh, a feel-good measure that only adds new unfounded burdens on local police, eliminates opportunities for recreational activities, and hurts conserv- uh, conservation funding while not making any tangible impact on the real problem. Now, man, this is... So a permit to purchase, that means that they have to ask permission to own something, yeah. right? And it also means that Oregonians cannot go out of state to purchase firearms either. And they're basically being held hostage by the 114 because of the firearms dealers have to respect the laws of a person's home state. Now, all these sheriff's departments, do they also take oaths to the Constitution or or what is that, that yes. process? So yeah, when they're sworn so in, got, they do take an oath. So you're saying that you got out of how many counties, only a handful of sheriffs actually upholding their own oaths? That's just, what it sounds like to me. Just a handful. Just a handful? Just a oh. couple. In Portland, where residents voted overwhelmingly in favor of the measure, shooting incidents have skyrocketed over the past several years. In 2019, there were 413 shootings in the past 10 months. In 2022, there have been 1,100, according to the data from the Portland Police Bureau. Uh, the most charitable spin I can put on this is that they really thought they needed to do something to solve that, uh, according to uh, one of the uh, uh, spokespersons there in Oregon. It's a criminal violent act that hap- that's happening, and regulating legal firearm owners is not going to have the effect that they are desiring at all. And so, man, I don't know. I, mm. You know, I go back and I look at, uh, remember Chad? 
the Chad. Yeah, the Chad. In uh, Washington, right? In Washington State, yeah. Chapel which, Hill. Which is not too far away zone. from yeah, Portland. Yeah, just I remember how they we let all that stuff boil over and just and just boil out of out of control and they never did anything at all. And then now, you know, we're they're going to the extreme. Yeah. Instead of just arresting people that are, you know, why would you allow someone to overtake a police station to take you know, take control of a police station and 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 not do anything? You know, how can you do that? How how do you call yourself a law enforcement agency when you let, you know, you you let your police station get, it gets overrun and taken over and and police officers are kicked out. They're too scared to do anything because of potential backlash. Yeah. So and then their employers aren't going to back them up when they do. Mm. That's right there. That's what you get. It's just, it's just one of those things, man. I'll tell you. I just don't know. Um, Can we just all agree to stay away from safe places? I think that's going to be a good uh, good idea because those keep getting targeted. Oh, and um, so Thomas says, uh, last week I said the guy that stabbed the the law enforcement officer at the H-E-B in Austin, Texas, on Riverside, had a police record. They said he did. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, I tell you, you know. These, Big surprise. Duh, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked by that. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Yeah, figure that was the case that is crazy. that is just crazy portland saw weeks of nightly violence attacking the federal buildings yeah they just man all they let all this stuff they let it boil out of control and they did nothing and now here we are 2022 and now your law enforcement you know they're losing their you know their drive to actually do anything because now your da your district attorney is not prosecuting people at all um yeah, using the excuse of, ah, oh, this person is mentally unstable, so we don't want to prosecute this person, you know? So what do you do with that person? You put them back on the street and let them continue to commit crimes. It's know? a free-for-all. <laughs> Just leave, keep, let them keep going. You're, out, you're on your own, folks. On your own. Well, let's go to Israel. Uh, so, yeah, let's go, out, let's, let's go out the country. Let's go to the West Bank. In two volatile spots in the occupied West Bank, Israel has installed robotic weapons that can fire tear gas, stun grenades, and sponge-tipped bullets at Palestinian protesters. Man, I like this. The weapons perched over a crowded Palestinian refuge camp and in a flashpoint West Bank city use artificial intelligence to track targets. Uh, Israel says the technology saves lives, both Israel and Palestinian, um, but... Critics see another step toward a dystopian reality in which Israel fine-tunes its open-ended occupation of Palestinians while keeping its soldiers out of harm's way. The new weapon comes at a time of heightened tension in the occupied West Bank, where unrest has risen sharply during what has been the deadliest year since 2006. The victory by former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, Hardline Alliance, which includes an extreme right-wing party with close ties to the settler movement. It has, rise, con, has raised concerns um, of more violence. And twin turrets, which each equipped with a watchful lens and a gun barrel, which recently installed atop a guard tower, bristled with surveillance cameras overlooking the Al Arab refugee camp in the southern West Bank. 
man, I tell you, Israel, they come up with some really good stuff. I love the Israeli military. Israeli military. AI automated guns. They come up with some good stuff, but they don't mess around. Ooh, they came up with the uh, Tavor. Yeah, they did. It's a great little bullpup. They also improved the AK. And the Galil. Yeah, the Galil. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, don't, they, don't, they don't mess around. You don't, don't mess with Israel. It will get you. I still don't know how I feel about an AI controlling it, but mm. I just I just love the way they handle technology and the way they uh, the mil the Israeli military is just not play. Have they not seen Terminator? That's where I go yeah. with it with that whole AI thing. You can't you uh-huh. can't arm the robots. That's one thing. That's the one group that I say you do not arm. Besides, of course, violent criminals. But like, you can't arm the robots, man, because then they're going to get smart enough to take out the only issue, which is humans. It seems. Well, you know, Israelis known in the advanced military technologies among the world's top producers of drones capable of launching precision-guided missiles. So it has, it has built a fence along its boundary uh, with the Gaza Strip equipped with a radar and underground and underwater sensors. So, hey, man, I tell you, they, they know how to defend themselves. Dang. By all means necessary. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how these sponge bullets work. Are they like just little actual sponges, or I guess they get your attention? Get your attention. Let you know you better stop. I suggest you stop now. It's a little sponge that fills the, the wound cavity after the bullet goes through. The next one's not going to bounce <laughs> off. <laughs> kind of ironic that they're using sponges in the middle of a desert. Yeah. Well, the according well apparently the AI is very fast, even faster than the soldiers. What? An AI? A computer is fast? Faster than the soldiers. So. Well, you've seen all those Teslas that just go out of control and then Teslas are fast. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw one uh, in class today. What did it say? Oh, man, the days, I told the days all blend in. It may have been yesterday. It could have been Thursday. But um, he worked for Tesla, and he was. we were talking about, you know, how fast Teslas are. And stuff like they're that. fast. They're really fast. Like, how come you guys don't have an F one vehicle? You're so fast. I mean, if you go on YouTube, you can find some videos of people stripping them bare bones mm-hmm. and just taking out all these souped up mm-hmm. uh, cars. It's I hilarious. saw that one with the P one hundred D. Yeah, the white one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's took the back seat out and everything. Everything. It was just bare <laughs> metal. That was it. You can see the batteries. It was great. I don't think they can uh, have the range. This needed, Michael, for F one. It's only a couple of laps. It's more than a couple of laps. Uh, the F1 race? Yeah. It's not that long of a race. When you're going how, that fast. Casey, how long the is the F1 race? 60 laps? Is it that long? Yeah. Oh, okay. They just go fast. Oh. Well, just change out the battery. <laughs> you pull it in and change yeah, out the battery. Yeah, just swap it out. Yeah, you, you pop it out like a double They're a. popping tires. They're changing tires. You change out the battery. When we come back. We're going to... We're we got a, we got some more stories to talk to you about. We're going to go to L.A., Los Angeles, California. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk. Peace. This is Maj Pure. You're listening to Come and Talk at Radio with Michael Cargill. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so, man, I tell you that, you know, Zach, we talked about the stats last week. You know, the 
unlawfully carrying a weapon, the conviction rates. Oh, you yeah. know, I'm hearing that the reports from the Department of Public Safety for the year of 2022, the numbers are even higher. So more people are breaking the carry laws. Right? And getting convicted of unlawfully carrying a weapon. We're talking convictions because we're not tracking arrests. We're not tracking deferred education. We're not tracking drops, charges. We're talking straight convictions of unlawfully carrying a weapon. So what are people doing? Do you know? Um, Are they having alcohol in their system without a license? Are they carrying into bars and getting caught? Are they saying screw the signage? It's a couple things. You know, yeah, signage. um, A lot lot of police officers, are they can't get people on a lot of things. So what they're doing is, like, let's say they arrest you. And because you have a certain amount of drugs, you know, in the vehicle, and there's also a weapon in the vehicle, they add a weapons charge on on top of it, unlawfully carrying a weapon. Oh, it looks like a bunch of them. 1,147 are unlawful possession of firearm by a felon. Mm. And you know what happens on September 1st, 2021? Um, As of September 1st, 2021, if you're a prohibited person who decides to carry a gun anyway, if you're prohibited, you're a convicted felon, they're going to hit you with a second-degree felony minimum of five years in prison for being prohibited. Minimum? Minimum of five years in prison. What is it currently? Do you know? Minimum of five years in prison. So you as, said starting? As of September 1st of 2021. What was it before that? Uh, don't know. Don't know. It wasn't five Less years. Less of a Yeah, it wasn't five minimum? years. Yeah. Oh. And so if you look at the stats from 2020, looking at 2020, of the conviction rates in the state of Texas for unlawfully carrying a weapon, there are actually 1,049 convictions of people unlawfully carrying a weapon. If you look at the year 2021, uh, unlawfully carrying a weapon, there are 6,924. And keep in mind that constitutional carry did not go into effect until September the 1st of 2021. So that's September, October, November, December. Oops. Yeah. So just, you know, this four months, it jumped up from 1,049 to 6,900. Okay, so unlawful possession of firearm by a felon in 2020 was 1,147. In 21, it was like 63. Mm. So it went from 1,100 down to, what, 5% of that. Mm. Hmm. Huh. Strange numbers, huh? That's strange. Very strange. So we'll see what 2022 says, because they say 2022 is even a little higher. I'm trying to get those numbers from DPS right now as we speak. Oh, 93 in 2021. Yeah, not 60. So we'll see. Um, Man, let's go to the U.S. Supreme Court. Nah, before we do that, nah, let's let's go to California. I say we're going to go to California. Let's go in California. Let's talk about uh, your girlfriend, Denise Richards. Mine? No, that was like 20 years ago. Oh, not now? <laughs> not now, no. What? You don't like her now? Why? Oh, I she, mean. She looked good. She doesn't look like she used to she when looked, I was uh According to the photo I'm her. looking at, she looked good. Are you looking at a photo from the 90s? How old is that photo? I don't know. Does she have that 90s hair? Take a look. That looks good, doesn't it? That look good? That's a good photo. It's like her transitional period. <laughs> transitional. Period. Uh, still, I give her a Is few tr- years after the nineties, sure. Yeah. But now, no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Well, the actress Denise Richards and her husband were lucky to escape unarmed when a driver fired a shot at their vehicle in an apparent road rage incident. So maybe they stopped cutting people off from traffic then. Oh, she had a bunch of surgery on her face. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Oh, she looks kind of like a 
alien now, kind of. They all kind of have that same look after a while. Yeah. (laughs) That's hot. The same surgeons. Oof. They try to just stay young forever. It doesn't work that way. Mm. They kind of look like that, uh, that one zombie dude from, um, Scary Movie 2, if you know what I mean. Mm. So apparently they were driving to a studio in LA, in Los Angeles, and a driver behind them began agitated because they were trying to find the studio, and I guess they were a little lost, and the driver started shouting at them, and he eventually opened fire on the truck that they were in, hitting the back end of the driver's side. And... And there's photo online of the, you know, the the bullet hole of the vehicle, all that kind of stuff. No one was hurt. Um, a, produ- a production worker at the studio called 911, although it was not immediately known if the, if the couple filed a police report. Denise powered through the emotions of it all and worked for 12 hours. Aaron stayed with her the whole time uh, when she was ready to leave. An off-duty cop who was on set, escorted Denise and Aaron back to the freeway where they made their way home. I, I give her some props for putting in an extra work day. I'd want to go home. I got shot at. That's <laughs> <laughs> just me. Oh. Well, don't cut people off in traffic. <laughs> yeah, road rage is real. It is. It really is. You know, don't do it. I tell people, let it. let the stuff go. It's not that serious. Mm-hmm. You know, someone's trying to get to, you know, from point A to point B, you know, just let them go and get on about their way. It's not that serious. You know, I'm usually, I'm, I, I usually get in, you know, jump in my vehicle and start, you know, turning my music and I'm listening to the music and jamming and trying to sing and, and enjoy myself and have a good time. I'm not even paying attention to what's going on out there, you know, outside the vehicle in the world too much. You're one of the few. I'm one of the few. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't that you? Well, me too. You too. We're one of the few. Right the few. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, you know, I got my music popping. I might I might curse somebody out. They can't hear me through the glass, you know. <laughs> and they think that I'm yelling. I just do what I always say. No, I'm singing to the song, man. <laughs> de escalates get my anger out, but de escalate immediately after. <laughs> Nothing further than yelling at myself, essentially. <laughs> All right, so let's go to Spring Valley. Uh Spring Valley woman charged this week with murder a child abuse and torture in the death of an 11-year-old daughter who was a Rock Church volunteer by the Evangelical sorry, Megachurch says it cut ties with her in light of the criminal case. Uh, Letitia McCormick's daughter, Arabella, died in late August, and prosecutors allege McCormick and her husband, uh, I'm sorry, McCormick and her parents, Adela and Stanley Tom, abused and tortured the girl and her two sisters, aged six and seven, uh, over the course of about five and a half years, authorities have released few other details about the alleged crimes, according to the sheriff. Arabella's sister now are living in a foster family, according to the authorities. Man, um, it's man, the the Amber Alerts, you know, have been like seem like they've been ramping up lately. We're getting a lot of those Amber Alerts, and it's usually someone who's related to the you know to the kid. Well, that Most is usually time. who it is. Is it? Yeah. It's usually some a relative a that is the one kidnapping, usually a parent. I feel like I should just, you know, when I hear that thing, I should just, like, stop what I'm doing and run outside and just, like, see if I can find the kid. It's a little tricky when they're a couple townships away, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially, like, three hours away. Yes. I do yeah. agree with that, though. I mean, because usually people travel. You hear that, and you're just like, oh, my God, stop what you're doing. Grab the kid. <laughs> it's like, ugh. I, I do feel like that, though. 
You don't get that urge, that feeling, Zach? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to spot the car that they uh, that put out on the Amber Alert with the license plate. Yeah. I look, though. Look for know, it. If I see a silver Dodge Ram, <laughs> I might look at the uh, license plate. Yeah. Look for see a if it matches. help in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this U.S. Supreme Court case, uh, the bump stock. So there's... Your case. No. Nope. No, not the other case. case. Nope. Another case. So the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday turned away another challenge to a federal ban imposed under former President Donald Trump on devices called bump stocks that enable a semi-automatic weapon to fire like a machine gun. The justices declined to review an appeal by a court of firearms dealers, dealers and individuals in Minnesota and Texas and Kentucky and other lower court Another lower court rejected their argument that the government had violated the U.S. Constitution's Fifth Amendment takings clause by effectively taking their private property without just compensation. So these people are dealers um, who had to turn in their bump stocks and they're dealers that joined together in Minnesota, Texas, and Kentucky, and they want to be compensated as dealers for having to turn over and destroy their stock. And so they're saying, hey, we deserve compensation from the government. And so the Supreme Court refused to hear this case, but they didn't release a comment, any statement or anything like that, which is kind of telling when they don't release a statement. You know, they're kind of signaling they're possibly waiting for something else to come come about, you know, because they didn't leave any instructions for the lower court they sent this case back down to. And so that's a possibility. So there's a possibility of waiting on Cargill, Michael Cargill versus Garland to, you know, make its way up to the court so they can settle all of these cases all at one time, I think. Uh, what do you think? Well, I mean, yours is a little bigger than takings clause. So. Correct. Yeah, it's all about, you know, saying, hey, it's it, it, saying that the ATF can't create law, which I think will take care of a lot of different cases. Oh, yeah. um, it can actually solve our problems that we're having with triggers, we're having with uh, braces. We're having uh, with a lot of things that the ATF is trying to ban. They recently tried to do the receiver stuff. Right. We'll stop that from happening again. Paused it. Well, it paused it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so they're we'll, still trying to do the receiver stuff. You're right. So we'll see what happens. We're not sure what's going to happen with that. All right. So um, that's it. You know what, folks? I like to say, you know, as always, remember, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talking with Michael Cargill. and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.